Yeah. Who only has a beautiful Instagram feed versus who has a, a pretty Instagram feed, but also shows up with their hair in a messy bun, not having showered for three days with a kid screaming in the background. Yes. Because that's the woman I want as my coach. <laughs> <laughs> right. That is the woman I want because I know she's going to understand me. Yeah. Yeah. I know she's, she's going to get me. And when my kid crawls up on my lap and asks me for cookies the 17th time during a, a coaching call, I know she's not going to be going, oh, Sarah, come on. Can we, can we get on with this? She's going to go, oh, okay, that's fine. Nope. Go take, take your, take your bathroom break. I know Oliver has to poop. Like <laughs> that's what happens. And that's the coach that I want. And that's the coach that I want to be for other people. What's up, my soul sister? Welcome to the Happy, Purposeful, and Free podcast, where we are all about going after our dreams, living aligned with our soul's purpose, and playing all out. I'm your guide, Katrina Lully, life and biz mentor, entrepreneur, mom of four, wife, and big kid at heart. This is where you will get the realest of the real from me and our special guests about living a life with passion, alignment, and what's true for you. We don't do the small talk around here. We are all about being who we are, sharing the tools, tips, all the behind the scenes, and inspiring stories that empower you to boldly pursue your life. I will share all the goods on life, business, and relationships so that you can start living your happy, purposeful, and free. Let's do this thing together. Welcome back to the show, my sister. I'm so excited you're here and I'm really looking forward to talking to my guest today, Sarah, who is a multi-passionate toddler mom, army wife, and entrepreneur who has more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics, nonprofit to the military. Now she's a leadership coach and the host of the Beyond Leadership podcast, Her goal is to help you break through the BS expectations placed on you so that you can lead with authenticity and in alignment with who you are. And you all know that this is like what I'm all about. So I love when my guests are like, we're on the same page. We're we're walking that same journey and that same path. So Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I am really excited to be here and to, to be able to share and communicate with your audience. Absolutely. So, okay, we we got the bio, but tell us a little bit more about Sarah. Who is she? Your mama? All of the things. I I love this question um, because the next thing out of your mouth whenever you ask somebody this question is obviously going to be the most important thing to them. So I always start off with "I'm a mom," mm, yes. <laughs> which is the number one most important thing to me in the world. He turns three actually a month from today as we're recording this. Oh, so he turns three in a month and my number one joy in life is being his mom. And in addition to that, I also have a full-time gig in the military and through that and through a lot of the other things that I've done throughout the course of the past 30 some years, um, really like 20 some years, but I have learned a lot about leadership and why it has become so important to me, especially in the past three years, is because I now have a little boy and I'm not raising a little boy. 
I am raising a man and I am raising a future leader. And I love how I can take the skills that I've learned in business and in the military and intertwine them into my entrepreneurial journey and my motherhood journey. And that's really what I'm I'm all about right now is teaching women how to do that, how to lead in business, how to lead in their communities and how to lead in their homes. Yeah. We're and you're you're so absolutely needed right now in in the world in this space and you have a unique perspective coming from military life. You know, uh the support that you're providing these women are is so key because I think there's a lot of mamas out there who want to really just they they want that freedom and to be their own boss and to step into true leadership. And it can, it can be lonely on that road. It can be lonely. And how does that work? And, and we're looking to all of the other people doing the deal and trying to do it their way. And that doesn't always work. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned about women in the entrepreneurial space is that a lot of them have joined this space and joined this online community of other female entrepreneurs and mompreneurs because they want to be able to skip the nine to five and have more time to spend with their families, but they still want to contribute at home. And if you're not able to do that, you know, the reason for wanting to be an entrepreneur is to spend time with your kid. And if you can't spend time with your kid and be there for your family, doesn't that kind of negate the whole purpose of you going into this business in the first place? And I just noticed that there was this frustration, not just with me, but among the entire community. And I know from years of experience that the way to fill that gap is leadership, which, you know, a lot of people equate leadership with like old man in his fifties in a suit and tie. And I just don't think that that's the case anymore. I think that a lot more women and a lot more women that wear yoga pants and spend time with their kids in between phone calls is what leadership is now. Yeah, absolutely. And it just, it look it's going to look different one because we're evolving and we're changing. Mm -hmm. Also we're women and, and the story has been for so long, show up in this energy, show up in this way. And that Mm -hmm. does not work for us. And we're seeing it. We get burnt out too fast. We, and like you said, we, we go, we do this because we want to spend more time with our families, but then you watch the mom who grinds and hustles 13 hours a day. And Mm -hmm. then you find that they find themselves going, okay, what, what am I doing? It's like, I have a job. It's like, I have a job again. Yeah. And it's, you know, I used to be that woman, that mom who was sitting there working and feeling guilty that I wasn't spending time with my kid. But when I was spending time with my kid, I would be sitting there secretly checking my phone, just getting in one more order or one more this Mm. or one more Instagram post. And that juxtaposition just doesn't work. And it's not, it, it doesn't have to be this either, or you don't have to be an entrepreneur or a mom. You can have both. You just need to know when you're doing each of them. And, you know, a lot of people talk about this idea of balance, but balance is BS. There's, there's no such thing as balance. Um, agreed. Agreed. Might, okay, good. You agree. Yes, I agree. <laughs> a lot of people will tell me I'm wrong and that you can have balance, but the whole thing is if you know what a scale looks like, it's equal attention and it's equal on both sides to make it even. And that's what a, a 
scale is, it balances, but you're never going to be able to give 50% of your attention to your family and 50% of your attention to your business at the same time. It just doesn't work that way. And it's not supposed to. You should be able to have the freedom, which is why you're doing this, the freedom to go back and forth between the two and create more of a, a holistic harmony than a balance. Mm, I love that holistic harmony. I think of it as a flow, you flow and, and sometimes right. this is going to be a little bit more here, there, but I love that holistic harmony. And yeah, I, I'm not on the, on the balance wagon. Um, we can try, but I think when we, when we try, I just imagine if you're on that scale, I can see, you know, okay, we got to lean to the left. Oh, wait, 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 we're too far to the left. Okay. Now we got to go back to the right. Oh, okay. you know, and it's like, you end up spinning your wheels, you get frustrated, you get angry, you get overwhelmed, you get all of the things and you want to throw yeah. in the towel at the end of the day. Absolutely. That's when you end up feeling overwhelmed. It's when you end up feeling guilty. It's when you end up quitting because neither of the things that you're wanting to do are actually working out because you're trying to devote equal attention to both of them. And it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a really, I do have a favorite question that I love to ask my guests. And I am curious when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? (laughs) Well, um, I wanted to be a part-time country music singer who was also on Broadway. Yeah, realized I can't sing to save my (laughs) life. Like to the point where my almost three-year-old tells me, no, mommy, listen to the talking because he doesn't want me to sing to the radio in the car. So he would rather listen to CNN or NPR than listen to music and have to hear me sing. Um, more realistically, I wanted to be a lawyer. From the time when I was like 10, I even went so far as, you know, I took the LSAT, I applied to law school, I got accepted to law school and went, oh, I don't really know if I want to do this. And so since then, I've spent, I spent time in politics. I spent time in nonprofit. Um, I owned a a business through a a multi-level marketing company. I have been in the military for over a decade. And I think the, the common thread that I've liked through all of this is getting to help people Mm. and getting to teach people and more specifically teach people leadership aspects and help leaders grow. And so I've kind of took all of that and wrapped it into this podcast and this business that I now have where that's, that's what I get to do. Like I actually get to help people grow and change and develop as leaders. And I think to your point that you said at the beginning, yeah, we absolutely need more of that right now and more non-traditional leadership right now, as we continue to evolve in this post-pandemic, current pandemic, whatever the the time frame is in this this space, in this 2021 world that we're living in. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it for you that made you decide, okay, you know, I've been doing this, this military uh, thing, not that it's just a thing, not trying to downplay that, but I'm doing this thing over here. And now it's like, I'm seeing this need. What was that shift? What was it for you that really said, okay, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to step into. Well, so it was a few years back and I had spent my entire military career up to that point going for this specific position. And I was leaving one job on my way out the door to go to the next job. And it was the one that I had wanted for eight years at that point. I had finally gotten it. I was hand selected. 
And literally on my way out the door, my mentor pulled me aside and he said, Hey, you know, I want to talk to you as you go on to this next job. It was a job, uh, a really high leadership position where I was going to be in charge of a lot of soldiers, a, a lot of equipment, a lot of money. And, you know, he pulled me aside and I was expecting the add a girl, go get them. You got this speech. And instead what he told me was I'm worried. And I don't think you can do this because I don't know that you know how to lead people. Mm. And I did what any self-respecting woman does. I thanked him for his advice and I quickly ran to my car and I cried. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And I kind of took that opportunity to, over the next couple of of days and, and weeks take stock of my career to that point. And I had checked all the boxes. I had done all the things. I had gotten the, the good marks, the good evaluations, the next right position. And I was done. I had done everything that I was told I needed to do to be successful. And on paper, I was very successful. But I had no idea who I was, what I wanted, or what I was doing. I had no idea how I wanted to lead. All I knew was how this colonel and that major and all these people above me told me how to lead. And they told me how to lead in a very traditional white man military way. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That worked for them and it worked for me up to that point, but it was not authentic. It was not who I was. And if you have ever had the realization that you've been living a lie for the majority of your life, that's devastating. And it really forced me to take stock of who I was and what I wanted to be moving forward. Because I was going into this new position, I was going to have all of this authority and this power. And I realized that I get to design who I am and how I lead. Mm. And from there... I, I kind of looked at what are my strengths? What am I good at? What do I want? And that's kind of where I came up with this, this signature leadership method that I teach, which is know yourself, know your vision, know your people. I don't think you can lead until you know all three of those things. And a big part of that is knowing how to lead yourself. I didn't know how to lead myself. So how in the world could I lead other people? Not only how could I lead not lead other people, but how could I lead my kid in my home if I didn't know who I was or where I was going? So that's kind of the the genesis of this entire switch and what I, I'm doing now. That's it, that's an incredibly powerful space to be in. That moment of awareness and realization. And it did it took that outside influence to say this to you. And I mean what you did with that, you could have went a completely different way. You could have backed off. You could have said, okay, this isn't for me. And you could have went back to playing smaller in your life, but instead you chose Mm -hmm. to come, come forward and rise above and really open yourself up to a possibility that maybe you hadn't even thought about, you know, months before. Absolutely. And so one of the first things I did was I, I really looked at what are my priorities and who do I want to be? Mm. Because not knowing that was the biggest detriment to everything that I was doing. So I, I had to 
take stock and figure out what the heck did I actually want out of this position, out of my life, out of, you know, who did I want to be? And everything after that was done through the lens of those priorities. And if it didn't meet those priorities, if it wasn't in a line with what I wanted to do, I don't do it now. And I do take a lot of flack for, you know, not doing stuff now that I would have just said, yep, I got to check the box, but that's not who I am anymore. I'm, I'm no longer a box checker. Mm, and that I feels that. so good. Yes, it does. It so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, I love that. Um, I can totally identify with that. Okay. I'm just doing this. Yeah. And not checking the boxes often and trusting your own path, like really leaning in and learning to trust your own path, even though you have no freaking clue what's going to happen. Did you go invest in, in a coach or programs to help you? Or have you, did you just kind of just wheel, you were, wheels were on and you were off? I started off reading a lot. Mm. Um, reading a lot of books and, you know, if you're going to talk leadership books, you can't talk leadership books without talking John Maxwell. Yes. Who's like the quintessential leadership guru of the world. And he's written like 700,000 books on every niche topic related to leadership. And I'll be honest, there's a lot that I've learned from John Maxwell, but there's a lot that John Maxwell talks about that doesn't fit who I am. So mm. I, I take some of it in and I let others of it go. And I realize like I need more than stereotypical 50 something year old white men in suits teaching me how to lead. So I mm-hmm. did end up investing in a coach. Um, I thought that I was going in one direction and toward a certain space. And through working with my first coach, I realized that wasn't quite the direction I wanted to go. Um, and since then, I have not stopped investing because I now, I used to look at it as spending money, right? Like, do I really have the money to spend on this person who's going to tell me to do X, Y, and Z? And now I look at it from, do I, can I get away with not investing in myself? Mm. And the answer is I can't. Yeah. Like if I want to grow and I want to change and I want to develop, I need to invest in me. And why would people invest in me if I'm not going to invest in myself? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So much. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to that. Oh, I, I love that. And what you, what you said was so important there. Like you took these books, you read John Maxwell, you have this high respect for him, but there's pieces that did not resonate with you. And so you did not take those on, but finding what did work, what were those pieces and taking them and implementing into your life. And I'm like, I, I love that you that you shared that part of your story. And because I think that's something a lot of us need to look at, like, okay, not everyone, I mean, we, we're going to come across with a lot of coaches that, um, or just people out there spreading word and personal development and business teachings and all of the things. Not everything is meant to work for us or align with us, but what does? They all have pieces that we can take and then find what works best for ourselves. Hey, my sister, I just wanted to pop in here really quick and invite you to an incredibly beautiful and light space. My own private Facebook group over on Facebook, the Be Rooted Sisterhood, aligned with your highest self. This is a space for women who are ready 
or are already stepping into alignment with their highest selves. This is the space to meet other like-minded women, receive inspiration, tips, and tricks on living life fully aligned. When we decide that we are worth showing up for and connected to the root of who we are, we are unstoppable in life, business, wealth, and relationships. So I want to extend you an invite to this incredibly special space. This is where we are all gathering, coming together to learn, to grow, to be in community with, and share our lives with one another. I also pop in there with inspiration, tips, tricks, information, all of the things when things first come out. If you are not on my mailing list, then this is the space to be, but you should also definitely be on my email list. Head on over to Facebook or check the show notes for the link, but it's the Be Rooted Sisterhood. I cannot wait to see you in there. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I will say about investing in a coach, um, I had this conversation with a friend just a couple days ago where she said the coach that she's invested in was pushing her to push her business a certain way. And I stopped her and I said, okay, are you, is this coach, is she paying you? My friend says, no. I said, are you paying her? She said, yes. And I said, okay, then she works for you. It is not your job to fit your coach's idea of what your life or your business should look like. If you are paying a coach, and this might be an unpopular opinion amongst coaches, but if you are paying a coach, it is her job or his job to help your dream come true. Mm -hmm. It is not your job to make whatever they think you should do reality. It's the other way around. You're paying them. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it's an investment in you. And yes, you probably hired them for a reason because they have a lot of knowledge and things that you need to know. But at the end of the day, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. And just because you're paying them doesn't mean you have to take every single piece of their advice. Just because you started a book doesn't mean you have to finish it. Just because, you know, they tell you to do this journal prompt doesn't mean that that it's going to be the one thing that, that pushes the needle in your business. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, there's, you don't hear people out there talking about that. You don't hear people out there saying that. I mean, even for myself, more just recently, I was actually invited into a space and I had to turn it down. I just, I was like, no, because there, there was two coaches and there's one coach that I didn't just absolutely don't align with. I just don't align with. And I'm like, I cannot be in that space. I cannot be in that energy. And so saying no is absolutely okay. I love the other coach that invited me into this space. And it's like, and I told that person, I'm not joining this because I cannot align myself with this other person. And, um, you know, I've felt that way with a couple, one of my coaches too, is just like, okay, um, this is your idea of how it works because this is what's worked for you, but I don't operate that way. And it's not going to work for me. And, you know, it's just, it's not. And so honoring that with yourself, honoring that with your business and trusting your process is important. Now, do we need to listen at certain times, like little things? Absolutely. But really you can, you, you get to see what's going to, what's going to work for you. If the vision's there for you, it's going, you know, it's there, it's there for a reason for you to pay attention to. Yeah. And no is one of the most beautiful words in the English language. It really and is. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a word that we use often enough because it's so often associated with 
this, this negativity, you know, you're saying no to something, but we say no to things so that we can say yes to better things. Yes. And if that's how you're using no, then you're absolutely using no the correct way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so, so much. Share with us. Um, I want to, I want to get a little bit more into like some more bu- business talk. You know, you really help people align themselves with their ideal client. Talk about how you help your clients do that. Um, you know, I, with the ideal client, it's, um, it's such a funny subject because everybody has a different opinion on how important it is, what it is, all of the things, but I would love to hear what your process is around that. So my process around the ideal client is less specifically focused on who the client is. There's a hundred coaches who will give you a hundred different worksheets to figure out who your ideal client is. You know, ask you everything from what's her name to where does she shop to how does she take her coffee? Great. Another coach can work through that with you. Where I focus is on knowing yourself, figuring out who you are, how you attract people, what strengths you have that can help foster those relationships, and then your vision of where you're taking your business or your company or your your community, whatever it is, knowing yourself and knowing your vision, because nobody is going to come to you, whether it's a a paid program or a free Facebook community, nobody is going to follow you if they don't know where you're going. And the only way for them to know where you're going is for you to know where you're going and how you're going to get there and who you are in that process. If you don't know those things, you can kiss any sort of business or following goodbye because it's it's never coming. It might for a little while if you talk real nice to it, but eventually those people are going to see through the BS and they are going to just fizzle out and leave because why would you board a train with no destination? You need to have the destination. (laughs) I love that. Uh, That is so key to like knowing where you're going. And, you know, I think we, sometimes we do, we jump into this business space, this online space. It's, it's a really, it's an awesome dream. It's a great, you know, sometimes it seems like a fairy tale and we don't know where we're going at first. But getting clear on that, absolutely. And it reminds you, like, why are you doing this anyway? Why am I showing up? Right. Right. What do I want out of this? And not just what do I want for me, but what do I want for other people? Mm -hmm. Because that's just as important. And that's going to help shape your language of finally the third step in my process, which is know your people, whether that's your community, your team, your family, whoever it is that you're leading you have to know them and how your personality relates to their personalities and how you can talk to them. Um, you know, one of my personal strengths is in relationship building. So this is a place where I feel like I'm, I'm really good because I can look at groups of people and say, okay, this is the end state. This is the goal. This is where we want to go. And I know that in order to get there, I need to talk to Susie with these words. And I need to talk to Melissa with these words. And I need to talk to Billy Sue with these words because everybody receives information differently. And that's part of being a leader is knowing how to give your information to other people. You can't just blanket statement and say, we're, we're going to the Hill. 
okay, well, going to the hill is going to mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. You have to be able to explain it to them for them to actually follow you to the hill. Mm, that's so important. Getting, I, you know, I, I find that too. And even in my own messaging and just the more you're on this, the clearer, the better, mm-hmm. the clearer, the better. And you, you cannot assume that people, like you said, you cannot assume that people know where's the hill, where's this going. Um, and I think we try to go to work to complicate it. Yes. We complicate so many things just unintentionally because I think part of it is that we change our minds so often because we don't know who we are and we don't know the long-term vision. More than we're not even knowing the long-term vision, we don't know the short-term steps to get to the long-term vision. Mm -hmm. So in that process, we change our minds and we change directions. And I'm not saying that you pick a direction, you stay the course, no matter what, 100% of the time you never change. Cause that's, that is not what I'm saying. (laughs) It's okay to change the course of your business, change your mind, but don't expect that people are going to immediately follow those changes. It's going to take time for people to pick up on that. And even though you might change the path, normally the end goal is still the same. It's like when I when I used to work in politics, right? I, I worked in on one side versus the other side. And what I've come to learn over the years, I used to be a very divisive person. Uh, I am now much more centrist, but what I, I've discovered and the, the reason that I now can say that is because I used to think, okay, well, this is what, this is what we want. This is the right way. This is how we do it. And, you know, we, we want America to be better, or we want America to be this. We want the state to be this. And what I've realized is that most everybody wants that same thing. It's just, they have different ways of getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants better. Everybody wants more. It's just, what way are you going to get it? How are you going to go about doing that? And I think that's one of the main differences that you need to look for when you're selecting a a business mentor or a coach. All of them will tell you they're going to help you increase profit. They're going to help you figure out who your ideal client is. They're going to help you figure out your messaging. Which coach do you want to work with her way or his way to go about doing that? End state's the same. It's just the path to get there that differs. Mm, That is so true. And I was having this conversation actually earlier with somebody because I had the conversation yesterday with my husband about it when we were talking about, you know, what do we want this next year of our marriage to look like? And we have that, we have that issue in our marriage, just like he has different ideas than I do. But ultimately when we sit back and we're like, oh, we both want the same end goal. It's just a matter of different aspects of how to get there. And so finding that person that, that aligns with you, that's doing, living their life, that's actually living their life, not just online, but offline too, in the way that you want to. And Mm -hmm. it's not that difficult to tell who's living in alignment and yeah. who's being, if you pay attention, like it's not that difficult to tell whatsoever. Yeah. Who only has a beautiful Instagram feed versus who has a, a pretty Instagram feed, but also shows up with their hair in a messy bun, not having showered for three days with a kid screaming in the background. Yes. Because that's the woman I want as my coach, <laughs> <laughs> right? That is the woman I want because I know she's going to understand me. Yeah. 
yeah, I know she's, she's going to get me. And when my kid crawls up on my lap and asks me for cookies the 17th time during a, a coaching call, I know she's not going to be going, oh, Sarah, come on. Can we, can we get on with this? She's going to go, oh, okay, that's fine. Nope. Go take, take your, take your bathroom break. I know Oliver has to poop. Like <laughs> that's what happens. And that's the coach that I want. And that's the coach that I want to be for other people. Mm, that's so awesome. <laughs> So, so good. He's almost three. That's almost all we talk about right now. Oh, I get it. We're, we're potty. We've been potty training for the last two weeks. I don't know if you still call it training to me. We're still training until he's full off on his own. And mine's about to be three in a few days. So I, I know you're, I'm right there with you. And all of that. Like, okay, dude, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's, let's mommy's got a call. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So good. So Sarah, what do you have going on right now? How can people work with you? One of the things that I'm really working on this summer and into the fall is um, helping women turn their strengths into superpowers. You know, there's a lot of talk about how we get to know ourselves and you can take the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs or the DISC personality. There's a hundred bajillion different personality tests you can take. and the one that I have gotten the most out of is uh, the strengths-based leadership quiz, test, exam, whatever you want to call it. Um, So I'm working with women on not only figuring out what their strengths are, but how they can use those strengths in their home, in their business, and really take them from a a strength to a a supernatural power where Mm. if you live in that and you harness those strengths, everything. And I mean, everything from your marriage to your kids, to your business, to your church group, to your book club, whatever it is, everything is going to be easy. There's a lot of people who will tell you, figure out your strengths so you can work on your weaknesses. I say, figure out your strengths so that you can surround yourself with a team of people whose strengths are your weaknesses. Mm, You don't have to be perfect alone but together we can have that solid whole bodied community where all of our strengths jive together. Oh my gosh. Yes. 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 A thousand percent to that. Cause we are not meant to do this alone and no, bring that community not. and bring those people in to support you in that journey. Right. And if you're trying to be good at everything, you're going to be great at nothing. So why not work in what you know you are great at? Like for me, I am great at relationship building. I am not so great at executing my social media content plan. You know what? I hired it out. You and me both. You and me both. (laughs) Yeah. So I surround myself with people who are good at that. I am not correction. I previously was not great with my money. I'm working on that. And I have surrounded myself with a very good friend who is really good at money and can help me through it. You don't have to be, and you were not meant to be great at everything. No. no. So that's what I want to help women with right now is taking those strengths, turning them into superpowers, making their lives infinitely easier so that we can leave this 2021 season, which let's be honest, is just an extension of 2020. Uh, (laughs) And we can, we can walk into 2022 and beyond knowing ourselves, knowing our visions, working in our strengths and leading well, leading in alignment and just living a better life. 
I know that sounds cheesy, but when you're living in alignment, when you are truly aligned with who you are and what you're meant to do, life is just, it's just better. It really is. And I, I'm like right there with you in, you know, living a better life. It is cheesy. Like that happiness piece, just being happy. It really is that simple. Unfortunately, the the world out there has made it like it's not good enough and it absolutely is good enough. And it, it doesn't have to be this unattainable, hard as hell thing to do. No. It just let go of the BS <laughs> and start doing what you're good at and start working in those strengths and start figuring out what you actually give a crap about and do that. Yes. Let let somebody else pick up the rest of it. Do what you're good at and do what you care about. Yeah. Yeah. And also make money and feed your kids, but you know. Yeah, those things too. It doesn't have to be perfect. No, no, but it it's it's a lot more simple than we think it is or it needs to be all of those things. Oh my gosh. Oh, I've loved loved this conversation with you. Is there anything else on your heart you want to share? No, just I, you know, relationship building, I'm always up for a conversation. So hit me up on Instagram. I've got a Facebook community. Come hang out. Let's, even if you think that leadership is not something that applies to you, if you are the, the stay at home mom who says, you know, all I do is I raise my kids and, you know, I, I have a Bible study. First of all, that's not all you do. No, (laughs) that is a heck of a lot. And props to you for keeping the kids alive because some days that's more than some of us can can barely muster. Yeah. But you are a leader in that world. And the moment you realize that and you start treating it like that, you're going to open up a whole new opportunity for yourself, for your children, for whatever community it is that you're in. And you're going to soar. And I want to be a part of that. I want to help you do that. Mm. That's why I'm here. Mm, I love that so much. I will make sure all of Sarah, where you can find her is linked up in the show notes. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your light, doing what you do. I know you're making a huge impact and so many are going to just, uh, they're, they're going to be blessed by you, by what you, what you do. And, um, the fact that you help women in this way is a huge deal. So thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review, and share this episode with a girlfriend. Don't forget to tag me on social media, and if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone, and I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.